Welcome to the Monday Nooner Senior Hockey Top 10 show for this week and quite possibly the last Senior Hockey Top 10 show for a little while, maybe ever. We'll see what uh, see what happens over the next little bit. But yeah, guys, it's, uh, it's a big one as we wrap up the 2021-22 Senior Hockey season here in the province and uh, some more champions over the last week. I had a guy just actually tonight say, is that it for senior hockey in the province? And I said, well, that Sask Alta league still buzzing. I said, but it's, it's over. It came to an abrupt halt. It feels. And allegedly someone said that Drake was going to sweep foam Lake and I've uh, been hearing about it on Twitter. Did you go back to the tape? If, if we, we want to dive into that, like right now, before we even like give a sponsor plug or should we give a sponsor plug? Mainline GM, Mainline Chrysler, Rosetown, Saskatchewan, King of Trucks. Worth the drive every time, guaranteed out to Rosetown. They've got stock inventory on the lot. Giveaways all the time, free gas for a year, and a whole bunch else. Lots of iron on the Chrysler side. Are, are, are they going to be back? Like we talk about senior teams maybe coming back next year. Like <laughs> sponsor, are, are, are our sponsors coming back if we do this again next year? Well, he definitely, Rosetown definitely had some stock in the ice wagons. They did. They were excited about that series. For sure. I was thinking maybe next year they should do a March Madness of the Senior Provincials. And if you get mm. it right, you're entered to win a vehicle. Get a yes. little local flavor there on the uh, giveaway. Could start, that, could start that in February, almost run it over two months. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. Maybe uh Marketing marketing meeting uh, topic for the King of Trucks out there in Rosetown. Not that they don't do great things on their own, but uh, yeah. So shout out to them for sponsoring this all year. Certainly appreciate it. And maybe they have a marketing meeting and the first thing on the board is Monday Nooner with an X through it. Like, we don't know. <laughs> could could be. Could, could be. Hey, when we shop ourselves, boys. Never know. Yeah. No, we certainly appreciate them though. And for sure, our other sponsors like General Well Servicing, who jumped on board kind of out of the blue, and uh, they sponsor our senior hockey top 10. We're all going to, we're actually all going to have a senior hockey top 10 this week. We decided instead of, you know, arguing all week about who is going to be slotted where, let's just all come up with our own top 10. We haven't seen each other's top 10s. So we'll have three different variations of that uh, senior hockey top 10 coming up. Yeah, I think that's the only way to go out, right? Because uh, just just from our text messages back and forth, we we were not getting anywhere close to a to a uniform top ten before fucking June. Yeah, wouldn't have got there. Wouldn't have got there. Each to each their own. And and the other thing, like, yeah, I talked about like a guy today and and uh, another guy, and he's like, like senior hockey this year was just. People were starving for it. People were, you know, getting out there and supporting their teams. Do you guys think that that is a result of COVID and being cooped up and locked up for so long? Or was there just a renewed, I guess, appreciation for how good some of this hockey is? I think there was, uh, I think even pre-COVID, like you get to these provincial finals and stuff, you're getting full barns, but. I think there was some of that too. Like it was cool to see a lot of the teams that won like outlook. I know they had like all these kids from the community out on the ice with them and it was like packed barn. So that's pretty cool. can't remember what your question was exactly, but 
fuck. Glad Good I'm to not see. Interviewing, glad I'm not interviewing you. Hey, what would that Kindersley barn of hold? It looks pretty full yesterday. I've never been in there. I was in Outlook, actually. That oh, was Outlook. that was the Outlook rink. Yeah. Kindersley would have a larger barn than Outlook. Obviously, they play have a junior A team that plays out of their rink. But uh, yeah, Outlook was definitely packed at the old Jimmy Kook. I see. Just, I've, been in, I've been in that barn. That's got to be at least, what, 1,500, 1,200 plus the standing room? That's that's a good guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Before before the senior buzz got going, would would have guys played through some of the injuries I'm hearing guys played through in the like it, it's incredible. It's like pro level shit that guys were playing through from what I'm hearing to get the job done. And it's just freaking incredible. I'm like, three years ago, five years ago, what guys have played through that stuff. I don't know. I, I think that, you know, it, it's unfortunate. I think I missed the window by like six years, five years. There's guys playing later, right, into their 40s yeah. and still contributing and still really good. And it's like the last kick at it. So play through whatever, as long as you're somewhat mobile and not a, you know, detriment out there, I guess. I, I think so. Yeah. I, it's crazy stuff we're hearing. Yeah. yeah, like one guy I think uh, we might possibly catch up with out in uh, Keniston. First player of the week of the year, Mike Perpich. Perpich? Perpich? We're not sure. Mrs. P. Mrs. P. He he just turned 40, I think, the day after they won. Like on Saturday night was his 40th or Sunday. He played uh, all of playoffs with a torn ACL. <laughs> 40 oh, years old. Mate. Want a jug? Good way to go out. Two banners, only team in the province. Two banners. I I heard of a couple of uh, separated shoulders, which is somewhat common in in hockey, and I heard a broken hand. Um, yeah, just I even lot. heard of a couple ER visits. Yeah, De Silva <laughs> broken foot. <laughs> oh, it's insanity! But hey, the buzz, senior hockey, rocking and rolling this year. And, and like you said, Boz and, and Shink, like the, the amount of people that were into it, right? It was just, it's awesome. So awesome bringing it back. And for the next, uh, you know, the next crop of guys moving up, uh, it's just incredible. I, ho- I hope the buzz continues. And next year, you have to think that there will be an Allen Cup again. So Ooh. does someone in Saskatchewan, you know, put something together or do a couple teams put things together? Do we get the call to be on site to call all the games? That's, that's probably the biggest question that I want to know right now. Do we get yes. the call? Yeah. Like, that, like that, it. that's a really good question. And I think, uh, you know, I don't know how my holiday situation would be <laughs> next year to be honest with you, but I think that'd be a lot of fun to go to an Allen Cup, call a game. There's a Saskatchewan team, some local flavor. Or the other question, and this is probably back in January, I sat down with a guy, and maybe the Great Westerns were flowing. And, you know, when that happens, a lot of, a lot of talk, like we talked about, um, you know, does, do we get included in this whole building of a AAA team and oh. the hype around it? Boz would be the GM for sure. Head coach, GM. <laughs> Kyle you look like Ky- you'd be Kyle Dubas guy. Hey, for the Leafs, that's a yeah, you'd fit in there. Sure. Yeah, no, it's gonna be interesting next year if there's uh 
a triple a you know run into someone but at the end at the end of the day too like we kind of talked about it all year and it's not just lip service like the small town people that made all this shit happen all year is amazing from the you know the lady selling 50 50s or in the canteen and the guys you know fixing the ice and doing things throughout the week and making these teams tick driving then shitty weather and uh referees like freaking good on you some crappy trips and hockey sask the towns too right like just the the excitement in, in kennison and even like i'm gonna say like the disappointment probably in crake like years past would have been like meh but i just think there was just that fire around it from from being away for two years and not having it be able to pack that rink and and getting everybody back in there, I think, uh, you know, added to the uh, to the excitement uh, this year for sure. I was I was on the fence on going to that Crake game on Saturday, and then it was like a, a late, just kind of, okay, we're leaving in, in fifteen. Are you coming? And I'm like, ah, I gotta go. You know, I was supposed to go to this family dance. I took one, <laughs> took one on the chin from from Mrs. S. But I'm I like, yeah, got to love to see it. Got to go in this uh, to see this environment of a game three I actually went out with Chad reach great stories on the way. And JP Reynoldson drove sober, right? The, the DD great guys, just the stories that they were telling. And Chad said, this is probably the last game of significance in his hometown barn. Um, and we got there at the game was at eight. We got there at eight minutes after six and there was probably 150 people in the rink already. Wow. Players weren't even there. And it just filled, kept filling up and filling up and filling up. And uh, yeah. And, and the guys I sat with down in the corner, some guy from Central Butte, um, like another guy's from around Dinsmore, Long Lake guys, just all Monday Nooner guys. They were so nice, just talking hockey and weird cases of beer were flowing. Like it was a great atmosphere. It's, and, you know, too bad that it ended up the way it, it did. But why is it going to be the last uh, game of significance? Well, I just think a lot of those guys are older. They made that run. You know, may, do they may, maybe they go again next I year? I thought maybe, maybe they're getting a new rink. <laughs> Probably time for that. What a barn. What oh, a barn. What? Yeah. I was uh, actually talking to a guy in Grenfell today and he's like, that rink is, is that real? Like they actually play in there. Like this is from, you know, not that far away in Saskatchewan. He couldn't yeah. believe that. Uh, well, well, even when we played there, when the, the little fellows went up there for a little tour, I said, to, I said to Mike Reach, I'm like, why don't they put like chicken wire or something around here? Like it seems so dangerous. And he's just like, yeah, that's the atmosphere. And yeah, I'm surprised it's allowed, actually. Craziness. That's awesome, though. That video that we posted, um, I, I don't know, it's up to like close to 10,000 views or whatever it is. We got people chiming in from the States um, saying that isn't real. Is it? And it's like, yeah, grown men, ex-pro players on the ice. And they're just dumbfounded. Yeah. And I think I only saw one person get hit with a puck. That's it? But in, what was the story of that game? Craig was up, weren't they? Uh, Matt Watkins scored really early. Um, and then, if yeah, my eyeballs, Craig was beat up. Like Craig's horses were were hurting. Uh, you could tell. Um, Craig's goalie, you know, not to not to call a guy out, probably would have would have wished for a better day. And then I guess Keniston's goalie, who the night before 
the roles were reversed. Keniston's goalie saw everything, made every save. Um, de- definitely Keniston has some skilled hockey players, but I would say, you know, Craig, uh, just father time caught up to him a bit, a little bit more. And they had a couple of goals, timely goals that, that hurt them. They just couldn't rebound. And, you know, Keniston, uh, Keniston's really good. I gave, uh, I gave the, um, tarps out player of the week. We'll, we'll get to this tomorrow, but this Parker Thompson on the point, um, kind of everything went through him, right? Like he, it, it's kind of not everything, but you know what I mean? In hockey, right? Yeah, yeah. Everything went through him. Like, I don't know from game, from the drop of the puck in game one, if you would have pre-scouted that you had to make that guy's life living hell. So by the time game two rolled around, he was hobbling and, but game three, he probably wasn't even playing, but hell of a player on the back end, uh, bad tint advisor, but that's besides the point. Um, <laughs> yellow yeah, tinted or like dark tinted, uh, dark. And, okay. um, and Bad. then McVeigh, you know, a couple of just playoff kind of style goals, a really nice goal. Bembridge. Good pick for fucking having one leg. Um, good. Yeah. They're a good team, right? They're not from my eyeballs. They're not as deep as like a Drake or some of those other teams I've watched this year, but they were good. There and can Craig like Jeremy Reach looked really, really hurting. Uh, Mike looked hurt a little bit. Um, but that you know who was really good, Dooley. Yeah, uh, Kenton Dooley played defense, he's forward by trade. I guess he's playing defense in Cabri all year, is what the word was. The he led the league in points by 40 <laughs> points. Yeah, I don't know if there's any truth to that, but he played D in the in game two, played Unreal, and then played D in game three. Good hockey player, uh, controlled things back there. And the other dually, I think, wasn't playing. Had a first goal pool, though. Got uh, got that going, of course. Uh, the DJ and I am down in the corner. So we had guys throwing out tens. And uh, yeah, the guy who had Matt Watkins was, was pretty jacked. I don't even think he bought a round after that. But yeah, so that's a story that I saw from that game. Right on. It's good. And then, yeah, and then foam. I want to I want to talk about the other provincial final first. All right, let's go. let's talk about the provincial final yep. first. Senior B, the Outlook Ice Weapons. They actually adopted yes. that name. I think that name started on this show, and they actually wrote know. that on the trophy when they won underneath in a sharpie marker. Amazing. Outlook Ice Weapons twenty one twenty two. They adopted I, that name. They were a wagon of a team. Yeah, probably. You know, in terms of we talk about the skilled teams and the depth of Drake and stuff, like Outlook would be right there with the additions from Rosetown of Jago and Johnston and and the rest of their their guys they added. Barry bought lots of stock in Outlook. I was going to say beginning the first show of the year, and I, I want to say I coined them the Ice Weapons, and I said yeah, and then I sold my stock though. Was it the week later? <laughs> then I bought it. I bought it back again. Well, their provincial team was definitely. You know, with those roast four or five roast town guys, took them to that next level, right? For sure. Like for sure. You had a couple top end guys to their league team, which is you know, Ryan Keller and the Stevensons and Luke Nakwama and gonna miss a bunch of guys, but really good team. So they lose game two on Saturday in Kindersley five to three. I think our buddy Blair De Bruin actually played in net for Outlook, if I'm not mistaken. Why he didn't quite get it done? I don't know. I don't know if he, I saw a tweet that said he was in nice. from, uh, I think it was the Rosetown Red Wings account. Obviously they were the official unofficial Twitter account of the ice weapons because 
Outlook's one of the only 91 teams that doesn't have a Twitter, active Twitter account. But so Kindersley wins game two in Kindersley. Kindersley's good too, by the way. They got the Durzinskis, the one played in the NHL, the one played uh, American League. Kyler Hope was one of their leading point guys in provincials from Lashburn. They had a good team. But uh, go back to Outlook for that Monday night affair game three of the provincial final school night the place is absolutely buzzing talk to a few people that were there outlook uh gets up early i think it was and then it was tied one one after one outlook gets two more they win three one kindersley had some pressure late but uh couldn't bury so that's your provincial b champion the outlook ice weapons talk to a few people who said Wadena, and I know we've talked about that series lots, was probably their biggest competition out of B. I have a few notes I want to mention. I believe that's their first ever provincial title in senior, which sounds wow. crazy, right? A town that's been embedded in senior hockey for such a long time. So it was definitely a, a big deal for them to win. But on a deeper, I guess, more personal, sad level, I believe it was back in 2020. There was a guy named Brad Barton from Outlook. He actually lived in Conquest. He was uh, tragically killed in a snowmobile accident. I think he was still actively around the team. Like, I think he maybe still played. I think he played for 25 years. He was a goalie, local goalie who would come in and play. And somebody said they asked him why he kept playing. And he said, I want to win a banner, right? That's why he stuck around. That's why he kept playing. He was a really well-liked guy around there and uh, just had a, a kind of a spice for life. I think they called him like Danger. Danger was his nickname, I believe. So, um, yeah, they won that one for him. They said he was in the, you know, the back of their minds the whole way through and very special, special uh, provincial title for Outlook. So just wanted to, to mention that on the show. Yeah, for sure. I, I remember that when, when he passed away. So that, that's uh yeah, great, great story. Um, back to the Rose town connection there. Like, so, you know, does that, does that other light a fire in, in the town of Rose town again, to, to kind of put a, a wagon together of, of any sort, or are, are those, those, some of those guys have, have been playing for quite a few years. Or is that, is that the end, you know, to go out with a, a provincial vendor that way? It's going to be interesting to see, I think too. But there's Maybe. gotta be, there's gotta be new guys moving home, right? Moving back. Those American league careers are going to be ending. They're going to come back. Scotty needs some salesmen. There are going to be some new plumbers up in Rosetown. Guys are going to be moving back. Yeah. yeah. Well, they were, their league team was not very good, right? I don't know that they won a game, but obviously that core that went to Outlook, I mean, they're getting older. They'd be in their mid-30s, kind of the Jordy Johnston, Jared Jago, uh, Ireland. Like, I'm pretty sure they're all mid-30s. I don't know about the, I don't know if there's a, there's a gap there, you know, between young guys upcoming. I'm not sure. So what's, I wonder, it'd be interesting to find out like what kind of the average age is that you, you know, of of guys that have like won the Allen Cup. Like, is it like 25, 26? Is it 35? Like what the average age is you'd want your guys at to be able to perform at that level? I wonder, I wonder. I, I don't know. Every guy's different, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, for the sure. Manitoba teams at like the southeast that won it. I, I want to say they are those. They were all in their 
you know, 30, early thirties, the core yeah. of that team, um, out in, you know, Ontario, like late Dun- 20s, Dundas and, and all them. Yeah. It's, it's the older guys. And, and the thing is, yeah, you know, it's, it's so hard to build that team because now you got to play like for starters, you just can't put the best team on paper. Cause that's not going to work. You got to right. like build it properly. And then you got to go and play, which is a huge expense. Well, like, oh yeah. To that too, I think we all know there's guys that are really good senior players that maybe weren't high end, you know, junior American League guys. And then there's guys that did play high end hockey that just aren't cut out for senior. They can't get up yep. for it, kind of thing. So, ice fishing. Yeah, ice fishing season or whatever else might uh, have them obligated or uh, occupied, I guess. But yeah, so there's our uh, provincial update, I guess. Congratulations to Outlook and B, Keniston and D. And then obviously it was last week we talked about Drake winning the A title and Dinsmore winning the uh, C title. So three of the four provincial champions, guys, are from the Sask. Valley Hockey League. I think we've got to give credit where credit is due. Uh, yeah, they impressed this year. It's pretty uh, pretty crazy. They've got three different uh, provincial champions out of that league. So where where do you want to go now? Lums and Belcaris or Drake Foam Lake? Like what series are we going to break down right now? Well, I was going to ask you guys if you think the Valley is the like the Super League. So Champions League. Super Champions League can League. keep Super League Sup- can keep their Super League. Super League doesn't Super necessarily League. mean best league. Best, either, right? Yeah. Like people always get maybe can be like that's, that's, with that. That's just super. That's super. Good job <laughs> That's super. It's Super League. It, it was two leagues that joined that are pretty solid leagues. So we, you know, labeled them labeled it the Super League. Um uh, I got no qualms like I said for the next 11 months calling the Valley the the Champions League. Yeah, well, they they've earned it this year, right? So, yeah, and next year uh, might be the Long Lake, right? Like teams come back. You asked Shane about where we wanted to go next. We might as well. I mean, this is our last senior show. We might as well quickly mention every league, uh, the league champion, twelve leagues, um, ninety-one teams, as we've mentioned on the show. Let's quickly just buzz through um, all of them, I think we'll be, we'll be brief and then we'll get to our senior hockey top tens. As we mentioned off the top, we're each going to have our own top 10, uh, coming up at the end here. And then maybe people can let us know on Twitter, which one they agree with the most, or people can give us their own top tens if they want, might not really close the Twitter account. Probably won't care. Okay. So let's start with the, uh, Gopal Valley highway hockey league. We saw Lumsden, TV game, province-wide audience, end of January. If you would have told me that they'd go on to win that league, I think they yeah. were fifth or sixth in the league at that time, and they lost 6-2 to two to Belcaris, I would have told you you were crazy, but they obviously got things together. And, yeah, they, they pulled it off in the end. They had some depth scoring, some guys that scored more goals in the playoffs than they did all year, I think. And got it done. Jekyll and Hyde team, definitely. Yeah. And Lumsden. Sandbaggers. Hit their third straight yeah, league title. And we I think we all know that that Dawson McCauley, he you know, he plays good. He's an X Factor. So 
they hit their stride at the right time. Definitely. The old narcs. It does Gubba now up the sticks and gas payroll. Like does he, or is he just going, they just can't get her done. I don't know. He's a fragile human. I've, <laughs> I've heard that. Uh, some people said to me that they thought like a team like Lumsden might be spending as much or more than Belcaris, but we don't get access to the uh, books like at bugging, the end of the year. Bugging Gubba. No, great league. Four or five teams that could have won that league. Milestone was a favorite all year. Obviously, Lumsden took down them and Belcaris, so took down the one and the two seeds. So, I mean, Saudi fucking hit their stride at the right time almost. Yeah, Lumsden earned it, right? They they got through some tough teams. They got through Selvi, Milestone, and Belcaris. So hard to uh, hard to discredit them for sure. So congratulations. Turning point of the year for Lumsden. You guys talked about them getting stomped on uh, Access TV, or one of you guys mentioned that. The turning point, I think, was the stern talking to that they got after that game. Remember yes. in the locker room? We that was. Even, we couldn't, we couldn't even get them. access. We're like, give me a beer. They're like, get lost, losers. Okay. The coach was talking to them for like an hour. Yeah. And uh, maybe that was the turning point. Kid, wives had to put kids to bed with hope, dads at yeah. home that night. Wives are mad. Grown men getting good. berated. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't good. So, yeah. Congratulations, Lumsden Monarchs. Sask East, what happened there? Brokenville. Rock City. Yeah. Game five on the road in Theodore. Theodore was the number one seed. Brokenville was number two, but I mean, game five got it done when it mattered. Oh, celebration and Rock City. Audra's shirt off. I was going to say, he was flexing. Chin ups. Are you done with that can? Let me crush it between my guns. (laughs) It was gone. Yeah. Oh, good for good for uh, Rokenville. A great series, Theodore Rokenville. That was the inaugural league trophy. Huh. I think I've oh. been going with that. And nobody's told me I was wrong, so <laughs> stick with it. It, it. Trust me, if you were wrong, Buzz, you would have been corrected by now. Oh, for, for sure. sure, especially yeah. for that league. Yeah, yeah. They came down from came back from two games to one deficit too to win the last two. So, Character. Rock City, congratulations. Yeah, congrats. Yeah. Big six. Garnduff got it done. They did. They were uh, guys down there fouling those guys. They didn't think they were going to get it done. They said they were banged up. They're older, a lot of injuries. I'm kind of thinking now they were just downplaying it, right? They didn't want to didn't didn't set know. the bar Sandbag too high. Redvers was, was the, Redvers was the number one seed going into the postseason. They were the number one team in the reg season. Garnduff won that series three games to one. Close games, though. There was... Uh, you know, overtime game in game two where Carnduff scored late and then won in overtime and won the championship on Friday night on home ice six to two. And it was packed. The barn was packed. I know the Carlisle uh, PC Cougars tweeted out a video and place was buzzing. Did General Well, that's the biggest question I have. Did General Well give the fellas the day off with pay Friday to pregame now? Road bands. Some. some- so they didn't even have to work. They weren't even on the pump jacks that day. Road band season. Boys were buzzing. Yeah. Always know up. you're going to ask the hard hitting questions, belts. You're going to get yeah. down to the bottom of it. Hey, oh, the nitty gritty. Went to the rank for the pregame coffee in the chat. Maybe a little ping pong. Went Some home chicken, for a nap. Little chicken parm. Oh, Wheatland. Yeah. 
Wheatland Hockey League, Wadena Wagons, the Wildcats. I'm calling them the Wagons again, I think. I love it. I, love I think the they've wagons. re-earned that status. They're going to be playing what could have been, I think, this season. Uh, but they do get a banner, which is always uh, what you're after, right? Whether it's league or provincials, it's a big deal to get a banner. They knocked off Canistano in three straight. Close games, 4-2, 4-2, and then 5-2, the deciding game this past weekend. Sounds like they couldn't control the Wagons high-powered power play. That was the difference in the series. And Wadena, deep team, man. They had a lot of a lot of ex-pro and junior players, and congratulations to them. Fueled by Boston Creams. Let's mention the uh, Long Lake belts. You wanted to get into it off the hop. You said one or two shows ago, Drake sweep. You're getting kind of yeah. Nobody nobody pumps our tires when we correctly predict something, right? Yeah. But as soon yeah. as you throw something out there and That's it's so wrong, weird. yeah, yeah. Barney got the butte right, but yeah, wow. I'm shocked and good for Foam Lake. Like, I mean, you had stock in Foam Lake early in the year, and then you, yeah. your your young eyes right started to wander. The new flame walked by. Lulu's on, you know, you started to to look, but yeah, the old gal came back in and got her done. Yeah, beat. I, I wonder if Drake was beat up. I know we, we talked in our text group there. Shink asked that question. We're like, were they beat up a little bit? I don't know. They they were. They were down a couple of guys. Every team's beat up though, right? Everybody like we well, said. It's not an excuse. They, so the other, the only thing about Drake, I think they played like 22 games in 60 days or something crazy. So. And went to work. work. A lot of hockey on those bodies. And the Meadow Series, the Saudi Series, the Milestone Series, those are hard miles. Yeah. And and sometimes after you win that, right? I mean. Oh, absolutely. Provincial A title is a bigger deal than a Long Lake title. I think there's a little bit of foot off the gas or whatever. But but Foam Lake was beat up too. And they lost a lot of guys midseason. Like we talked about Bright Cruz that went back to Germany. Yep. We talked about the kid that went to the Huskies. Their goalie tore something in his leg. I mean, Pepler, Brett Pepler was like out for all the playoffs. I don't know the story there, but like they were missing five or six key guys too. So yeah, that's when you kind of started having the wandering eyes, right? Yeah. Like you were kind of like, oh, she's starting to lose her hair. I got to yeah. leave to find someone new. <laughs> like 43, things are sagging. I'm out. But they yeah, they faced you, a uh... lot. They, you know, <laughs> as much as we can say Drake was beat up and tired and whatever. Foam no. Lake faced a lot of adversity this year. Full credit. got it done. Boys got Full it done. Credit. They had some GW lights and some pizza buns after the yeah. game. And uh, huge congrats to them. They yeah, hit Willie's uh, uh, Willie's liquor store there and probably still still guzzling out there. They should be. They Not a Q. It. Not a Q. We kind of mentioned that already. Assiniboia capped the, capped the rink off. We talked about them last week. Nice, uh, nice win over Cornac. White mud's been Sorry. done since December. Yeah. Uh, Cabri burned Cabri, the town down. Cabri won. And they're the probably golfing team. in Maple Creek by now. <laughs> they probably I was, in, are. I was in Medicine Hat last weekend. She was 21, drove home that day, got home. It was two here. I was like, oh, my God. Buddy so of mine terrible. was golfing there last weekend. Yeah. Jars out everywhere. Oh, Jars unreal. God dang it. I hate it here. Who else? I kind of mentioned there Birch Hills, Twin Rivers. We talked about that. Uh, is still going, right? It is. Wahlberg leads Wainwright two to one. Best out of five ends this weekend. Game four and five if necessary. And even if Wahlberg does win, 
they are not eligible to play in the Alberta Provincials. So oh. Wainwright mm-hmm. will be moving on to that regardless. So mm. hopefully Christ. Wahlberg, as a Saskatchewan guy, hoping Wahlberg can win that Sask Elta banner this weekend. Yep. Good luck to them. Maybe Good Wainwright luck. will do the load management because they know they're already in. But they probably want to win a banner. Yeah. yeah. Sask, uh, Sask West. Macklin. Macklin got her done. That uh, going into the year, I don't think anybody would have necessarily had them at the top of the uh, food chain as favorites in that league, but they're always good. Um, got a little note from out there. Macklin ends the Wilkie Outlaws five-year string. Wilkie had won five in a row. Macklin beat them in four games. Second league championship for the Mohawks. So um, the last one was 10 years ago in 2012. So first banner in a decade for Macklin. Their goaltender, Nathan Hargrave, was the playoff MVP. And uh, the guy who wrote this also said, keep up the stellar but irrelevant podcast. Really enjoying it. So thanks for the note and congratulations to the Mohawks. That's a big deal in Macklin. I saw some Snapchats from some guys out there. They were having a little Sunday fun day after winning that on Saturday night. Miota Combines, they are the, uh, what's the league called? Uh, WWE. <laughs> Sask Prairie. Sask Prairie League champs. I uh, talked about them last week. Good job, Combines. Um, which, are we missing anything? Any, any? Just the Treaty League, but I don't think they've fired up yet. Oh, the big tourneys are coming up. Thunderstick tourney in, uh, at Gemini. In Saskatoon, that's usually in May, I think. Talk Chief Thunderstick. Of, talk about sticks and gas. They is it I, heavy? Oh, fucking! It's good hockey, and it's just the atmosphere is awesome. It like deadly. And um, somebody somebody asked me if we should, we'd come and set up there, and I'm like, Ugh. I said I would because it's home. It'd be fun. I said, fat chance you're getting the other two guys. <laughs> What's the sticks and gas situation? <laughs> Hotels. They're running nice for the Delta Besbro. That time of the year for sure. I've heard some guys throw out some numbers, but we won't get into that here on this show. But yeah, that's uh, that's the wrap up from across the province, touching on all 12, or I should say 11 for now, league champions. And congratulations to all of them. And kudos to all teams that uh, played this year. And Put out a good effort and put smiles on faces and got people gathering again. So yeah, curious, Absolutely. curious. Like we talked about, right? How many teams? Um, probably twelve leagues again, unless the, the treaty league fires up. Probably twelve leagues again. Really curious on how many teams next year. If we're Didn't around, they probably say ninety three. Yeah, if we're around to do it, we'll see. If not, maybe somebody else will pick it up and try and get it to a hundred teams. Is the Super League together forever, officially? Rick Astley style. <laughs> Never Paco, doesn't, Paco doesn't wear his Nooner hat anymore. Like they are, have they committed to going forward as one? If they get um, a few teams back, I mean that's going to be a solid, solid league. And that is one league, like with Belgoni, we talked about last week, and Raymore. I mean, you had oh, those yeah. two teams alone. That's two potential good clubs. But anyway, that's uh, I think they stay food together. for thought for the next podcast that talks senior hockey. The Tuesday Nooner. 
General Well Servicing, thank you so freaking much for hopping on the top the top 10, sponsoring the top 10 uh, all season. A late addition, but uh, they hopped on it, and hopefully we did them justice. Uh, maybe we found them a few bodies, nothing else. They, had, they got a lot of uh, brand recognition from us anyway, but thanks to them. Everybody uh, they've hired because of us has been let go. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah. uh, so how do we want to do marketing, this? Their marketing meeting Monday nooner X through it. <laughs> yeah, they're weapons. They got a good crew out there. How do we want to do this? I don't know. I have to take all of our gear to a pawn shop and sell it. No, do we each oh. do our top 10 one at a time? That's the only way to do it, I think. Sure. Because if we like, take turns, number 10, number 10, number 10, that's going to get confusing. So who wants to go first? I think we have to let Belter go first because I am very curious to see if he knows 10 teams in the province. I'm we're doing teams be- too? Okay. Listen. Teams too. I listen, thought we were doing rank. My, my top 10. <laughs> nobody told us it's even teams. I'm just chucking out a quick top 10 for this week for the fellas. She has a Belter. Belters top 10 starting at number 10. This is number 10 on my list. Mrs. Blair's pierogies. She comes in at number 10. Number nine, one word, fellas, Woolworth. Number eight for this year, Mrs. K's jars. Definitely fits in there at number eight. Number seven, the Hodgeville Bar. Bunch of weapons down there. Number six, Harold. From Foam Lake. He's been a real beauty. Whatever happened uh, to that guy? I saw he tweeted. I Did saw he? some of the fellas. Yeah, from the game last night. He was out there tweeting. Number five, the Mydale Bantam Wagoons. They sucked. Probably going to continue to suck. We gave him some shirts because they whined about it. Number four, Drake <laughs> will sweep Foam Lake. Quote of the year. Number three, another quarter of the year, Cabris Kenton Dooley scored again this week. Number two, Belter's Duke and Hat combo. And number one, coming in at number one, hot and heavy this year, fellas. Hashtag let's go. That's Belter's top 10 this she week. She has a Belter. Oh my god! Wow! <laughs> oh, fuck. you should have went last. <laughs> wow, that really fucking changes things. <laughs> yeah, no, I I don't want to follow up that act necessarily, but um, let's hear him. Let's hear him. I can I'll go. go. I, I want to okay. vote. I want to vote. That's why I didn't throw it. I want to vote on your two. See who's is better. Okay, go, boss. Okay, number ten, the Carnduff Red Devils, Big Six champs. Number nine, Macklin Mohawks, Sasquatch champs. Number eight, Dinsmore Dynamos, Provincial C champions. Number seven, Metal Lake Broncos, Provincial A runner-up. Number six, the Wadena, what could have been wagons. What might have been, Little Texas. Number five, the Foam Lake Heralds. Number four, the Lumsden Monarchs. 
Number three, the Outlook Ice Weapons. Number two, the Drake Canucks. Mrs. Blair's Pierogies. And number one, I know you're not going to like it because they're D, but the only team to win two banners in the province. They're the only team that's going to get two banner ceremonies next year, and we're going to be invited. The Keniston Blizzards. Dubliz. Dubliz. My boys. Number one. Well, that's a good list, boss. Good list. I like that top ten. One. I'd have chucked a, you know, I'd have chucked not a Q team in there, but Jerry's counting. No honorable um, mentions allowed. We decided. Yeah, by the way. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think on how many teams you watched play live this year. Three: Wadena, Lumsden, Outlook, Keniston. Went earlier in the year. Allegedly. Here I go. You want me to go? Yes. On the ten. I already know Belcher's not going to vote for this one, so whatever. <laughs> Number Jared. ten. Eyeball test, good late in the year. Back end, three good defensemen. Lumsden, number 10. Ooh, that's a low. Number nine, they hit their stride late in the season. Did two really good lines, um, full of piss and vinegar, although, and as well as the team that beat them. Davidson Cyclones, number nine. Number eight, Foam Lake Heralds hit their stride late in the year. Lots of adversity there. So good on them for doing what they did. Number seven, Wadena. Almost, almost got by Outlook. Um, you know, that, that would have changed Shut things. Up, up for nothing for Foxy. Would have changed things. So seven, Wadena. Six, Kindersley. I think we maybe underrated them all year, especially their provincial team. Uh, Kindersley's provincial team, number six. Number five, uh, Meadow Lake. You know, Drake said it was the, the the hardest series that they've played in a long time. Meadow at number five. Number four, the Sea Champs, Dinsmore Dynamos. A lot of young legs. Watch out for that team, I think, going forward. Dinsmore. Number three, the Blizz, Keniston. Again, eyeball test. Good team. I just don't know if they would have been deep enough to beat some of the some of the guns. Uh, number two, the Outlook Ice Weapons. There's my stump holding on to my stock for a little bit longer, so good on them. And number one, I don't know. They didn't lose a lot of games. Played a lot of hockey, really banged up, and I watched them play. Fuck, they look good. So I'm going Drake. Drake's still at number one. Mrs. Blair's pierogies. Definitely the best team. I just couldn't pick them because they lost their last game of the year. To the DeBliz. I just, I don't know. And I like the Blizz. The Blizz have been, uh, the Blizz have been big proponents of the old Nooner for a long time. Drake doesn't oh. even send us a tweet. So that factored into mine as well. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. No, At least you didn't picks. have bigger in Lanigan like you did on your Mexican top 10. That was nice. <laughs> What <laughs> the boys were hitting the stride there. <laughs> they went in there in the top ten. You're right. You're right in no hit league. No hit league ramblers. Uh, <laughs> I think we had probably six of the same teams. Yeah. So not not so far off. 
No, that's Fate all right. Lists. Fuck Shane. Yeah. I, thought, I thought you were legit doing one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, no, those both good list fells. I you guys both put Lumsden way down there though, but I had him like late. number four, number well, four, and number five. Bar- yeah, Barney had him low. Yeah, but yeah, no, great. Uh, hey, great senior high season, and 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 honestly, I mean, I I came into this a few shows in, but shout out to you guys just for starting this. I don't care what anybody says. You know, this the buzz that's been created over the last year and a bit from from you guys starting this thing is. And nobody can deny the, the 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 buzz that this has created and got people fired up. And I think it's awesome. Everybody needs somewhere to do after after you're done playing pro, or after you're done playing midget, AAA, or AA, or whatever, you come home. And it's awesome to keep the competitive juices going and keep things fired up and get some recognition for it. Yeah, who, would you, who would you have had if we had honorable mentions? <laughs> Shade has a nice, heartfelt fucking thank you. And for he an honorable mention? Right back into the top. I don't care. Let's go. HM. Oh, what am I supposed to thank you, Shane? HM. Appreciate it. For this week. Once you get a fee, once you get a wife, you're gonna have to go. Yeah, you'll, you'll thank you. Down. You're gonna yeah. have to yeah. fucking say thank nice you, things. Dear. Yeah, yeah. And then you yeah. get grumble under your breath. Oh, we don't uh, need to the, stroke each other off here. He's on the on, Peloton. On the heels of that, though, uh it uh it was a lot of fun, and it started out not being a lot of work. And kudos to you guys. Like, it's not it's a lot of work. Boz has a busy job in, in parts, you know, of the year. Really busy. But Shane, Shane's got two kids, man. Like, it's it's a battle. Like, it's fucking almost 11 o'clock at night right now when we're doing this. Buzzing. Um, it's a lot of work and commitment. So, yeah, good on you guys. You know, and, apparently, for- and apparently Drake's not going to sweep Foam Lake. <laughs> Yeah, and with more work and more credibility becomes accountability when people are like, you guys don't have a clue. You guys suck. You're irrelevant. Drake sweep, hey? Well, they're the number Suck one it. team in the province all year. So. Suck it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, Foam Lake, freaking unreal. Who would your honorable mentions be, Buzz, this week if you had to pick two? I don't know. I was going to give more love just to more of the league champions, I think. I didn't know where to draw the line, so I kind of had to leave a few of them out, but... Burchill's Miyota Saudi Craig. Oh yeah, Craig was the yeah, one I had too. Craig, the provincial team. Yeah, they. I heard they were pretty beat up too. Losing in the just... provincial finals, no slouch of a season, you know. And to come and and to win in Keniston to bring it back to Craig, like that takes some cahoons, right? Like it's that could have been an easy win. Yeah, no, it was fun. A lot of fun. Yeah. Honorable you mention know, to the other. Uh, 80 teams in the province. You guys are all, you guys are all important. You ever you guys ever watched the Simpsons? Yeah. Back in the day, big Simpsons fans. Yeah. When they had the, the B sharps and then Homer yeah. goes, yeah. goes through the box and he finds yeah. all the old memorabilia and he tells his kids how he's part of a band. Yeah. That'll be yeah. us. Yeah. We had this podcast. <laughs> you guys see this old Yeti microphone I got here. This is when I was part of the Monday nooner. So somebody said to me today, are you guys, did you guys re- record on Monday? I was like, no. Well, aren't you the Monday nooner? I'm like, shut up. You didn't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Listen on Thursdays. Zip Where it. have you been? Yeah. yeah. That's a it. good uh, well, the Monday nooner podcast available on Thursdays and Fridays. <laughs> yeah. So tomorrow, the senior hockey's uh, for our last show, maybe for a while, interview. And we're going to have a senior hockey uh, interview. People are going to want to tune in. 
and a little more senior. I got a few more senior hockey notes to kind of jap about tomorrow. Yeah. So shout out to whoever uh, on Outlook's wife was in Wadena that had the Boston Creams for the Outlook ice weapons after they won the provincials. They had Wadena Boston Creams. I'm like, that's like four hours away. Somebody must awesome. have been outstanding. Trip back. Maybe they sent me to one of the wives drives for Coots Courier <laughs> province or something. FedEx. Uh, Mainline GM, Mainline Chrysler. Thank you so much. Title sponsors. Um, and General, yeah, General Servicing. Servicing Weapons. Thanks so much. We owe you guys a firm handshake. Some Thanks, everybody. Later. 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 One and a two and a three. Boom, 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 boom. Baby on board. How I'm adored. That sign on my car's window Cause I'm driving in the car